number two of the Tone Jerks podcast. I'm your host, Brian Gower. I'm joined today by my good buddy, BJ Jasbera, a local musician, a local uh, career professional musician. Am I right? I guess. I mean, Uncle Sam takes a cut of the m- modest earnings that I make, so <laughs> I guess I'm professional. My taxes say musician. My business card says life enthusiast. I, I, I love life, and I'm very <laughs> enthused by it. But I don't get paid for it, so don't don't, don't tax. So me I went to music me. instead. Yeah, <laughs> and they don't tax life yet. Yeah, they will. So um, I guess when we first met, we were both playing in bands, like punk bands, stuff like that. And now, you know, fast forward a couple of years, you're now, you know, what playing five nights a week, seven nights a week, playing you know different eight bars. Eight nights a week. Yeah, eight eight days a week. <laughs> um, you're you're doing some covers. You're doing originals. You're playing all downtown. You're playing all over San Diego and what like Southern California. That is correct. San Diego mostly. I do a, a branch out every once in a while, trying to get up to like L.A. But L.A. is just a kind of you know this from original music. It's a fucking hard market to get into. It's even harder with cover music. So I just kind of leave that shit alone. San Diego is good enough and big enough for like what I do at least to like kind of grow. So that's what I'm just focused on in San Diego to, at at the moment. Yeah, and so you're kind of uh, playing music and doing that to, you know, pay the bills, as they say. That's right. Um, so how did you get into that? I actually, like, we kind of, like, fell apart or, like, you know, misconnection for a while. And then I saw that you were doing this as a career. I'm like, well, how did that happen? So I guess. Yeah. Where the fuck did that come <laughs> <Yeah>. from? <laughs> so how did you go from, like, you know, playing in bands and, like, kind of having this acoustic thing on the side to Yeah, because actually... when we met, you and I used to have a, a, modi- a modest, a uh, fucking, I like that word today, modest. I don't think that's the word I'm looking for, though. <laughs> You're just going to put a, it everywhere. A common. That's what I'm like. It's, it's a modest common relationship. No, uh, we had a common, uh, you know, ideal that playing cover cover bands and cover songs was bullshit and whack and original music all the way, I'm going to do it my way and fuck everybody else. And then, uh, I don't know, I I started, it wasn't like a, 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 already a, a predestined path. I wanted to do music no matter what, and uh, but my, all my bands started falling apart, so I was like, well, I'll just keep doing it on my own. And I was still doing like original music, but through doing that, and uh, my good friend Jake showed me the way, you know, that San Diego has a humongous market for restaurants and bars and that kind of cover circuit so i mean you can learn two hours of cover music and do it in a way that entertains people i hate it when people say that it's like got to be good good two hours of music like my opinion and your opinion of good are close but not the same my opinion and joe schmo and the bar's opinion of what's good completely different yeah. you know like <laughs> i go in there playing a green day cover he's like well i want bruno mars you know like, yeah so you can never please everybody well, but yeah. i found a way to make it work to please myself you know i thought for the longest time that playing covers was like well i gotta play fucking wagon wheel for five days straight like <laughs> and i'm here to tell you you don't you don't you can just pick you know songs you like and do them to like, a way that meets your standards and if you know it's luck if you're the luck of the draw if people like the way you like what you do because they might not even like the songs like i play alkaline trio covers and nobody knows who the fuck they are but they always come to me like you really enjoyed playing that one song like yeah duh yeah. i do what i want to do 
That's cool. I guess another question I had is like, how do you pick what songs? Like, do you have like you have a certain number of clubs and you know restaurants and bars that you play at, right? Yeah, I've got a couple residencies, luckily, and uh, the way I keep them is just trying to stay on top of uh, not necessarily trends because trends come and go, but like the songs that I see other dudes playing that I don't absolutely hate because you see everybody play Wagon Wheel, you see everybody play No Diggity, you see everybody play The Joker, and I'm mm-hmm. fucking hate those yeah. songs. <laughs> like I would be looking miserable on stage playing them. So what I do is I go out and I learn a little bit of that song, and when somebody wants to hear it, I go, okay, well, here's the beginning of that song, and then I transition into something I want to play. Mm-hmm. And I just pick the songs that I like. Like I pick all my '90s music, and I pick all my like punk bands and things like that. And the, a lot of times, if it's a band that they don't know, and I've already played a couple originals and said like, "Hey, I write original music," they think it's mine. And yeah, I'm just yeah. like, because I don't, I don't announce every band, every song before I play it. Like I just try to keep it cohesive. So my 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 uh, intention is to just put together a good set. It doesn't matter if people know it or not. I'm just gonna play through it anyway. So fuck them. Yeah, <laughs> you're 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 in this now. <laughs> yeah. So I don't look at it like a cover show. I'm like, all right, today I'm gonna play a Green Day, Blink 182, Johnny Cash show. Like, yeah. It's like I, I kind of like just channel those those musicians through m- myself and do it my own way. Yeah. And I guess do you really try to have an eclectic thing, or you kind of stick more towards like music that you like? Do you try and be like, okay, well, I'll dip into... Well, my likes are eclectic. You know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I gave you like 80 gigs of fucking the most random music <laughs> yeah, yeah. you've ever seen once. Uh, that was such a good iPod. I'm so bummed it broke. <laughs> <laughs> it bro- like, you probably could have saved it yeah. when you smashed, smashed it literally to, to see what, what's inside this iPod. Oh, <laughs> broken Nothing stuff. Nothing good stuff. <laughs> no, can't get it out now. It's <laughs> in the computer. The music's in there. It's got Tried to free out. it. You know? Yeah. I was just... So, I mean... Do you, I mean, I guess the the hard thing is because, you know, you playing downtown and like some of the beach scene and area, do you like change your set based on that or certain clientele that you I see? I more change my set based on time limit. Like I know I can play four hours straight, mm-hmm. but that's mixing every song I know with every song I've written and <laughs> yeah. like 15 minutes of like banter mixed yeah, yeah. in there somewhere. Yeah. Um. So for me, it's more like this, like it's t- confined to the set. If it's a two hour set, then I can be more choosy. Be like, I could pick the best covers I've got and I'll just fucking, at this time, this is what I want to play. Blah. Yeah. But a lot of gigs are like fucking, all right, you're going to play three hours. Like, all right, here comes every song I know as fast as I can. Yeah, we've <laughs> done a couple gigs like that. And it's like, we, we've gotten randomly booked for it, but they're like, if it's like at different breweries and restaurants and stuff like that, they'll book us. And it's like three hours of music. And I'm like, oh, it's, yeah, no, we can totally do that. But we book it, and they were thinking, like, yeah, do some originals and covers or whatever. Like, we just want... We were just there for, like, the ambience of having a live band. And that's what like, San Diego music and that's basically kinda, is and To now. me, I'm like, it was hard to deal with that. Because, like, people come in, they, like, have a drink, they watch you, and then they go. And I'm like, fuck, I can't keep a crowd. And to me, I'm like, I'm used to playing, like, oh, you play a 35-minute set or whatever opening up for a band or whatever you're doing this and then people are there the whole night for the show and like this was the type of thing it's like people are just coming and going like oh we like you okay we're walking to the next bar and i was like that was that was tough so how do you approach it like you're you're kind of are you do you see that as split the difference that you're like oh i know what my job is tonight is just to provide music and the sense of yeah it took me a long time took me a long time to get there but that's exactly what it is i kind of have to differentiate between the two shows and gigs to me the cover stuff are just gigs and now i'm trying to get my gigs like 
up. I'm trying to not just play the gig, but like actually like work on like a an intentional set list and yeah. like an intentional style. But for the last three years that I've been doing it, it's just been like, well, here's a bunch of songs. I'm going to play them and you're going to ignore them. <laughs> but now it's like, I've noticed that if I don't do that, I start to go a little crazy because mm -hmm. the show side, I don't do so much anymore. I don't get to do the original show so much. Yeah. I don't get to like, well, I mean, you're kind of dipping here and there. You're, and I mean, I think as much as like an original artist can do, it's like, you're doing like what, like one, a month or two of not originals. even sometimes well, I guess sometimes the, I, I get like just random gigs you know like jake will throw me a bone or something have me at the holding company yeah yeah and i'll get to do like a little half hour set there but for the most part like everything i get is just like some form of a cover gig mm -hmm. like and it, it's not it's not even like pitched that way it's just like hey play this bar i know exactly what you want you know yeah like, even if they say like we're a music bar and you're playing longer than 45 minutes they want covers they want covers every yeah. fucking time so i just had to like draw that line be like i don't I don't treat these the same. Like, <clears throat> I still get excited to play music, but like, yeah, but you know you, that like rush that you get before a show. Yeah, I only get that before shows. Yeah, I mean, which is still kind of cool. I mean, to me at least, maybe because I'm from the outside, it's like, if, if if I was prepared for these type of things, I would know. Like, we, I, you know, done it maybe like two or three times. So now I know. I'm like, oh, if we're gonna play a t type of gig like this, where it's like three hours of music, I know that we're just there for the the scene the crowd and just to like okay we're gonna bust a lot of covers just to get these people into it it's like they're not really here to see our band they didn't come here and be like we want to see you play on that pilot they came here for the bar and it's like whatever and then the fact that we're getting paid that's what makes us it's like oh yeah cool we actually get paid to do this instead of like you know playing an original gig where it's like here's twenty dollars <laughs> yeah but there was like you but know 400 I got to be myself there was like 400 people there here's twenty dollars yeah <laughs> i'm like sweet <laughs> thanks yeah so, no i mean i think i think you got to remember no matter what you do though like never be afraid to be yourself because that's yeah. how that's how you succeed i don't think <clears throat> success is like quote unquote making it making yeah. it is just the beginning of the sentence it's making it happen. Yeah. That's and the I, whole fucking thing right there. Yeah, and I think I mean, that's it's pretty cool. It's like, um, you know, you've been doing this for a while, and you've, like you said, you have residency, so people know, they're like, oh, we can count on this guy now to provide, like, a good service, a good show on a weekly basis. So that's pretty a big, you know, that's a that's a big deal. Like, people actually want to pay yeah, you like to do it. the biggest compliment I've ever gotten is, like, a weekly gig, you know, or just mm -hmm. like, a, hey, we want you in our bar every week x, x amount of days this month or whatever like the fact that people know that they can like rely on me and know that like i take this seriously i will be here i will put up the numbers like yeah, yeah, yeah. no matter what like i will do x amount for this and i got you know noticed for that like not noticed like in a way that like everybody's knocking down my door to have me play but like i'm i'm getting a, a, a certain amount of um uh, like reputation yeah and like where people can like recommend me somewhere and like you okay know, yeah i was about to ask me. like do you get like a lot of recommendations for bars or are you kind of still like pound on the pavement to like you know promote your act to be like okay i can provide you know three hours of you know acoustic covers stuff like that to different bars you I, still do branch? I don't i don't wait for anything are you so still like just... are you still like branching out or is there a market that you're really gunning towards in san diego at least right now i've gotten a little lazy i will be the first to admit that like the thing that everybody tells you, like, you don't want to get too comfortable no matter what you're doing. Like, yeah, you don't and then you get, like, I think I've gotten comfortable. Complacent and, like, and stuff like that. Sat back on my laurels a little bit. So I'm getting back into it. Mm -hmm. But uh, my uh, my current goal is to eventually have 20 gigs a month. Yeah. Like, no matter what. Like, 
20 gigs. And uh, <clears throat> right now I think I'm sitting somewhere at like 11. Okay. Eight, it's, it goes up and down between like 8 and 11 depending on like the random gigs I get. Yeah. But like I want to have like a solid 20 and I want to have... Just to be constantly busy. And if you could actually have your schedule be like... You know, I know I'm here this day and I'm here this day. And then have you, you know, to be if I to... can have a schedule, like that's what I'm thinking of. Like if I got 20 gigs, like then I can make like an actual schedule of my life around it. Right now, it's still at the point where it's like, I could and I should be working a day job still. <laughs> like, but <laughs> now you don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to like, do that. If, if I really thought about it, I'm like, dude, if I'm not touring and I'm not going anywhere like out of town that often, I should still be working a day job. Like, no. I'm, that's like the thought that's in the back of my head like day job I'm like, no oh, yeah. <laughs> i worked so hard to ditch this so like yeah yeah so you gotta the like... fire is now again under my ass to go like kind of make this more of a night job yeah and if you could have that and then maybe like do more of the business side during the day of like you know emails and press you know packets and stuff like that out and i guess i don't even know how you do it i'm like are you just like kind of seeing what bars and clubs book you know during the week and during weekends i guess weekends is probably the biggest thing for you right yeah my biggest target is downtown and i kind of know all the little places that go there and i've played most of the bars downtown not like regularly and i don't hold residencies in all the bars downtown yeah but yeah i've played most of the spots there's a couple that i still want to hit but my goal is to keep hitting those spots keep playing them and like build the uh the lineup of like downtown bars and then go to pb get a few bars out there, do the yeah. PB bars, do, you know, like, and just kind of mix them throughout the week. Like I'm doing downtown around. PB, OB, Mission Beach, like just go around and like maybe branch up to like Oceanside once in a while, Vista, somewhere that's like above the 56. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Somewhere different. I know a lot of breweries too do that as well, where they have just like, you know, music going on. So that's like, and I'm attacking it. I'm attacking this cover gig, this like cover circuit with the, tenacity of a fucking like original band yeah, like, yeah the way that you would do it the same way you would do it where like you have to send out a million emails make a follow bunch of fucking follow-ups yeah. do a couple phone calls once you get the gig keep following up sending them packets of like flyers and stickers or like yeah. hey i'm coming out to the bar today can i meet you i'm gonna post up these flyers whatever like that's the level i want to be on and like that's the, the bar i'm setting for myself now mm -hmm. so <clears throat> i'm trying to do that where not only am i just playing the gigs and getting by but i'm pushing more booking more and do, like trying to get more of those residencies so that i can yeah it's like the continue paying the bills yeah it's like the people don't understand like the unfun side about being in a band or at least trying to like get the fuck out of your you know bedroom and it it's gets like, even worse like when you're when you're a solo guy like i was in bands all the way up to this at least three piece where there's two other guys doing some of the work. Maybe not everybody does the same amount of every job, but like people do different things yeah. in bands. Like everybody kind of helps out when you're solo. <laughs> fuck, dude. If you, if you don't do it, then no, it's not getting done. And then you're like, well, who do I get mad at? Me. So I like you just like, spend 80% yeah. of your time hating yourself and 20% going, fuck, I guess I should just do it and stop hating myself. <laughs> nice. So, I guess, you know, we, we kind of touched on, like, some of the, like, gigging aspect of, you know, your solo stuff and, you know, your, you know, I guess, original material, stuff like that. I guess, it, I'm guessing it's kind of the same deal. Are you still, are you playing by yourself? Are you playing with others? I've seen you where you've had, like, a band before, right? I like to have the band as much as I can. Uh, unfortunately, when you're paying the bills, you can't afford to pay drummers sometimes, so... <laughs> 
you know, you got to choose. Do I want rent or a drummer? Yeah. <laughs> but I try. I try to get my band out as much as I can because in my heart, like, I'm still a three-piece punk band. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the song kind of lend a little bit more towards... But in my opinion, I think uh, a good song should be just that. Like, it should start as a good song. It shouldn't be like, well... For it to be a good song, it you need needs this, 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 this. Like for me, it's just like a guitar and a like somebody singing like something with a good idea. You know, nice. like it's not even like I don't need a beautiful voice. Like I just need a some type of instrument and like a good story or like a good something I can listen to relate to. Yeah, and then, then like from that you can build. Like you get so much music today where it's like yeah, it's all it's so big. When it starts, you can't strip it down. Like, try to play a Muse song acoustically. Uh, no, it sounds like I'm shit. Good. People do it, and I'm sure they do it, but like, <laughs> fuck no. That's not Muse. I want lasers and fucking cannons and fucking like... <laughs> like synthesizers all that shit and robots and shit. Exactly, like a wall of robots just jerking off into each other's faces. But like, if you take that away, it's not Muse anymore. So like, I'd rather be like simple to start yeah. and then get bigger. So like with shows, I love to have a little three-piece at least. Mm. I mean, a Pink Floyd wall of sound would be cool too, but... Yeah, if you if you can do it in recording, yeah. I like to have a full band. Yeah, and I guess like doing it like as you know, as like a single person, like how do you differentiate your songs? Like you just mentioned, like in the studio, like what do you add? Because now you're you know, in the studio it's like a lot more magic that you can add. Like okay, especially multiple, when you get to spend more time on it. Yeah, yeah multiple tracks and stuff like that. So like, how do you build on to songs that you already play? That like okay, I've been playing this for you know maybe a, a six months already by myself, just three years. A, already. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like how do you record it? And I'm like, are you the one of the ones coming up with all the instrumentals? Are you working with a producer or. I feel like each CD becomes more and more <clears throat> me. Yeah. But, uh, I've always had that like input where I was like, all right, here's like just the song by itself. And then, uh, you know, I've worked with Robin and I've worked with Jake on actually recording songs. And, uh, Neither one of them are very like, <clears throat> I, like up front, not like up front. What the fuck is the word? They don't like try to force their vision yeah, yeah, on yeah, me yeah, or yeah. anything. They're not like, this right. is how you should sound. Like, they kind were of, already a fan of the single guitar, single vocal version just... of it. So they're just like, all right, let's record it. And from the mi the moment we hit go, like, we're both bouncing ideas off each other. Like, mostly it's me. Like, I think this would sound cool. And they're like, well, that's not going to work. Oh, okay. Well, then let's try this. You it's know, like, so... no, BJ, that's a bad idea. <laughs> but like, you know, even recording with Roland taught me a lot um, mm. where it was more than just like, all right, yeah, you have this really good song where it's stripped down and it sounds okay. Just one guitar, one vocal, but like think of how much more it could sound like if we have a direction of like a sound we want, like he loved doubling everything. So like we doubled everything. I was like, wow, everything sounds so thick. Like yeah, everything sounds yeah, yeah. so like different. Like it doesn't sound like it does when it's live, but it still sounds like me. I like this, you know? So like every time it's a little bit more of me, like, like rubbing off my sharp edges because I used to be like, fuck that. No, it's just the song the way it is. Yeah, it's like one take. Yeah, one take, one guitar, one mic. Go, let's go. This is punk. But yeah, now it's more like, all right, cool. Well, like as soon as I sit down, more. like, and I've heard the the scratch track, I'm already thinking like, oh, let's put a lead here. Or like, what chord can I play? Because I'm not that good at like you know music theory, but everybody I work with is. So luckily, yeah. I can be like, I'm playing a G. What's a good accent chord? And they're like, we'll come up to like the 15th fret and do this. I'm like. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like separating the two. It's like, okay, we have the live song, and it's like, well, this will just accent it for you know a CD or you know whatever. Not CD. Nobody listens to CDs anymore. But you know, accent it for the album. You know, can it have like the little parts here, harmonies, things like that. 
Yeah, I mean, that's kind of like the most organic way to do it. And I'm kind of, you know, it's cool that like the people that you're working with, they're like, okay, well, just we just want to nurture the song and not just like oh. i think it's the best way i work yeah. like if i was to ever sign like a major contract and they tried to like rope me into some deal where there was like you have to work with this producer in this studio and this this and like oh my god i would fucking kill myself You're like, cool <laughs> like i definitely i know where i belong in the music industry and it's fucking independent as hell yeah as i could grow i could definitely grow in this but like i love working with the people that i work with and i love being able to do it on my own so i think mm. if you try to like box me in too much I'll fucking quit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. It's not even, I'm not going to work with it. I'm just fucking done. I'm done. I want to work with my friends. I want to make music that I like, you know? And, yeah. And luckily with all the shit that we're doing, like, especially like with the equipment that we can get now, you know, it's so much easier to make good sounding music without having to sign that fucking scary ass contract. Yeah. And I guess like to bring it segue, like, so what do you, what, what is your, you know, this is kind of my whole shtick here. So what's what what what's your live rig? What are you playing? Like what kind of guitars are you? Like what are, who are you wearing? <laughs> Prada mostly. No, uh, my live rig. I do actually have like a setup that I take when uh, when there's no PA number mm-hmm. one <laughs> or number two. If I know that their PA doesn't really like lend itself to like sound good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when their PA sounds like shit. Yeah. So, there you go. I, I bring out my uh, my Fender Acoustasonic amp. It's a combo, but it's like half PA, half guitar amp. It's 150 watts. There you go. And it's got that nice, you know, just Fender twang. Kind of over it at this point, though, so I'm going to be <laughs> looking for something else because as nice as it is, like, sometimes you just can't get that, like, control you want. I feel like Fender kind of has one of those sounds where it's like, well, it's Fender, and that's just how it's going to sound. Fender, like, you get that or nothing. It's very like trebly or at least mine is i don't know like i always have that issue where it's like i took the highs completely out and it's still going (laughs) so i don't know i like fender reverb so i'm gonna find reverb pedal pedal there's a fender reverb pedal out there so yeah but for the most part i just play straight through the pa so okay my uh my live rig is a (laughs) whatever knob is on my guitar at the time if it's the lag or the tailor (laughs) yeah okay so what uh i just see that you do play lag what's what kind of I've never uh, I've never heard of that company. Well, yeah, <laughs> what, what's, what is it about it that you like? Because you're a stupid American. Because you're an idiot. They're, uh, that's they're a French I... company uh, originally. I think they uh-huh. actually they do have <laughs> they have an American uh, branch or something. But uh, they're a French company originally. They endorse the band Band Apart, who is also on Manic and Vanity Records, the record label that I'm on. And they're a band from France, so it was a really big deal because they were like the first big band that they endorsed and like. Yeah, they really like launched their uh, product with the band, kind of. So like, we got to see that. That was really cool. Oh, that's, pretty, that's cool. Um, and then through that, uh, my buddy's band, Kel Bordell, somewhat got an endorsement. Like, they're getting guitars through Kel Bordell or through uh, Band Apart, and like, the company started taking notice. So like, they were talking to them for a little while, and then I just fucking jumped through that hoop. <laughs> I got yeah. one guitar out of the deal. Like, please. So I got uh I got my nice lag Tromatone, I think is what it's called. It's just acoustic electric cutaway, very standard, um, kind of grand auditorium style. Yeah. Where it's a little smaller. I like the smaller guitars because mm. especially when you're plugging them in, it doesn't really fucking matter how big they are. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just uh 
aesthetics at that point. Some people think like, oh, I gotta have that big body for a, a deep tone. I'm like, no, you don't. You just need to turn up the bass on the amp. Like, yeah, no, that's what EQ is for. <laughs> yeah, so that's what your house system is for. Like, especially yeah. if you're playing acoustic, just tell the guy who's running the board, crank that bass, motherfucker. Yeah, and I saw that you're using a loop pedal a lot. You're kind of looping like phrases that you play and kind of like soloing over them. Is that like recent that you started doing that? Mm, yeah i'd say the last couple years i got that thing and started really working with it i've always thought it was cool and i always thought like it sucked to just be one guy playing one guitar all the time and you saw, I saw you, you saw ed sheeran and you're like oh boy i can't wait to be like him <laughs> that guy yeah <laughs> no uh ed sheeran's cool and i like what he does sure. he's not gonna listen to this no so he's he, listening yeah. ed sheeran <laughs> Fuck you. I didn't fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I saw um, dudes at the Tipsy Crow, actually, because I run that mixed mic night over there. But doing okay. that for like four years where it's not an open mic night. My buddy Jake Booksum sends me four artists and we just like do a mixed presentation of like San Diego and, and traveling artists. Um, and a lot of dudes are just bringing in looper pedals over there. And I saw a few of my buddies doing one. It's like that. I always thought it was cool, like how they could do it. And some some people even like loop their voice and shit, which I thought. Eh, it's kind of, that's kind of played out because that's the Ed Sheeran thing. Yeah, like yeah. Jason Mraz, like, look, I'm a white guy. The beatboxes, aren't I so hip? Like, <laughs> fuck, just get a drum machine. <laughs> but, you know, everybody's got their own style. For me, I just like having the option of having two guitars. So, yeah, I can add three seconds to my song by busting a baby lead. I'm not even that good of a lead guitar player, but it's yeah. just progressing. Like, I just yeah. feel like it's pushing me forward to have it. So. It adds a little something to the show, too. So. And then, yeah, you got a tuner, and that's pretty much it, right? I don't even have a pedal tuner, no. Just oh, Jesus. Just a clip-on clip snark. Yeah, <laughs> streamlining the whole thing. Yeah. Nice, cool. I mean, and that's pretty, like, solid setup, and it's like you can kind of go wherever. Which what I'm I've like... found is the less stuff you have, the less stuff you have to fuck up on. Like, <laughs> as long as I know my guitar works and my pedal works, something fucks up, it's usually the bar's end, you know? Like, yeah, it's, it's not Your on house you. system just blew up. I'm sorry. It's like, yeah, it's not on Luckily, you. that's never happened to me, but, like, I've had my shit fuck up. Like, oh, I'll like... bring two guitars because I've had so many strings break and I don't want to change a string and kill... Like, I'm a really weird acoustic musician, like, the cover guys, because they'll take a break for anything. Like, oh, so-and-so bought me a shot. Give me 20 minutes. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, you kind of want to keep it going. and like. I do your... not stop. Like, you give me a shot, I'll fucking loop whatever I'm playing, take the shot, and jump back into the song. <laughs> like, I hate dead time. Like, I mean, because that's where you lose people. Exactly. Right? Or where I lose myself. Like, I've got ADD, so, like, if it's quiet, then I start looking around the bar and watching the TV and, like, realizing, <laughs> oh, there's homeless people outside watching me. Like, <laughs> I'm just, you know, like... You know, oh, I gotta plow through this and I can't finish. You're like, oh, home improvements on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, there's a Blink Way 2 video with no sound. Cool. I wanna oh, watch that for a I minute. wonder what song they're playing. Oh, sports ball up on the TVs there. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, uh, yeah, that's kind of like the best way to think about it, too. Even if you're in a band, it's like less shit you bring, less shit you have to worry about going wrong. Yeah, bring it to the studio, bring it to your practice space, do whatever. Like, have shit to use and, and experiment with everything you can. But it's the same way I, I like my musical and my drug experimentation have a very similar <laughs> method. Do it at home in your own control space. Yeah. And only take the shit you could control outside. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be doing PCP at the park, okay? Yeah. You're, you know what? Yeah, I think I'm gonna do this at Six Flags. Let's do it. <laughs> there you go. That's a that's a that's life a good, lesson. That's a good way to think. All right. Well, I think we're kind of at the end of this. I think we. You know, bled this pig. 
<laughs> so uh, yeah so i, I mean i i want to say thanks like bj i've been on a couple of his podcasts if you have a minute uh take the time uh search him on youtube he is is it bj jasbera on youtube if they search that you could search that but don't use it as the uh backslash link <laughs> what is youtube.com slash mr jasbera is my actual channel there's an old one that is bj jasbera but it doesn't work anymore so there's like old videos if you want to go check out some old shit but <laughs> you want to stay up to date check like out you, mr jasbera or just search the 15 minute bj yeah because you're doing it anyway might as well throw it in youtube yeah so um it, you know check check that out he's got you know like what you're up 22 episodes 21 21 and a half or something what that what the hell is a half <laughs> i was trying really hard not to reach the 21st episode because i wanted to get to 21 and do a drunk episode did you no right. <laughs> i did like episode 20 20 and a half and then i was like fuck 21 i guess <laughs> so i think 23 or 4 will probably be the drunk one like 21 a 21 b yeah exactly 20... <laughs> all right so um yeah you know check that out i you know hopefully i'll you know I'll, I'll cruise back on there and we'll basically do this but on his channel so check that out uh it's, you know one thanks you know bj he was kind of the one who inspired me to do a podcast so we'll see how this goes if you guys really don't fucking like it let's blame him there's a lot of worse things i could have inspired him to do though so <laughs> shut the fuck up and let him podcast yeah so i'm super excited about this um, i also tried to get you to drink four locos habitually but you know you gave that up pretty quick I mean, yeah I, I, I think my body gave that up <laughs> all over some guy in an alley yeah, just like <laughs> yeah uh yeah no those were the original four locos like the, 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 OG lo the OG the OG locos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um uh thank you guys for tuning in. Um if you guys have the chance, um check out BJ. He's a great musician in San Diego. He's on uh iTunes, Spotify, he's on SoundCloud. Check check him out. He's fire. Uh, <laughs> lit, bro. <laughs> he's lit AF. Um and don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Have a good one. Later. Thank you.